0: My 18 pound rescue dog Henry took a shit in the house and someone stepped in it. Coming up on the Anti Woke Podcast, I feel like talking about Henry, my 18 pound rescue dog. I think I've had him almost two years now. Uh, It's hard to say how old he is. He might be five or something. I'll tell you what, he's a really good dog because he's a laying down dog. He likes to lay down. He doesn't know the command, lay down, but he just he just does it. He'll just, he'll just go lay down, he'll do it for hours. And then if you want to get up and go for a walk or whatever, I mean, he's ready for that too. So, I mean, every dog is ready to go for a walk. Not every dog is ready to lay down for the next 15 hours, but Henry is, and that makes him an exceptional dog. I mean, or it makes me wonder, like, you know, maybe he's not five years old, maybe he's Nineteen I don't know it doesn't look nineteen but like sometimes you take him for a walk and whatever that hypes him up and then when you get back to the house he does what I call go crazy and he will just run in circles like you know there's uh, there's tables and chairs and so it's not a perfect circle but he will just he will just he will just go at absolute top speed around some chair and then through some table and then around another chair and into the kitchen, and then back into the living room, and just, I mean, he will just do that like insanity, like the, the brain chemicals are just firing, I mean, you know, it's just, it's a, it's fireworks, it's fireworks inside his brain when he goes, when he does the old go crazy, and I have a thing that I say to him when he does that, I say, go crazy, I go, a boop, 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 boop. and I, I just say that over and over and over, a boop, 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 boop. and the more I say it, the longer he will do it. I mean, he doesn't do it forever, but kind of keep him going because it's just fun to watch him do it. And he'll go from, like, the rugs to the, you know, the slick part of the floor. And, you know, he'll get get sideways. Like, his... He can't make the turn because he can't get enough grip on the slick side of the floor. So it's like a car, you know, that's, like, the back end of the car is, like, peeling out or whatever. And I don't have carpet. I have, like, rugs. And they're all small rugs. They're, um... forget what they're called, they're not knitted or crocheted, but basically you take strips of cloth, like, I don't know, maybe you take, um, whatever, you go to the, uh, the way these rugs were made is you go to the free box in the old hippie days, you know, in the 70s, and you get a free shirt, you know, maybe a Hawaiian shirt or something, and you rip the shirt into like, one inch by, I'm not sure what, 12 inch strips, and then you put those things together. I think with some sort of giant needle. I mean, I never done it. I just walk on them. But it's not like a big Oriental rug that has the like a grippy thing in between it and the floor. It's just a rug. It's just a just a, these are small rugs you just throw on the ground. And what that means is they're small enough that Henry can like if he uses a rug to stop it to stop him, you know, to to do a 180, kind of like you know, like how, Swimmers are you know they're 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 swimming and they're swimming in the pool, and then they get to the end of the pool and then they push off against the wall and shoot back the other direction. Well, Henry does that, but he uses the rugs like that, and so every time he does his go crazy, it just it wads up all the rugs into the far corners of every room, which is cool, and then you gotta go out and fix it and I've talked before how he's retarded i mean. He's either retarded, or he has some learning disability, or, you know, dropped when he was a puppy, or didn't get enough oxygen when he was, whatever, his mom was giving birth, or anyways, Something's wrong with him. It doesn't it doesn't matter. It's, you know, he's still lovable. But basically, it's, all, it's hard to tell, like, is he doing something because he actually is thinking about it, or is it just, I don't know, coincidence? So, I don't know. He really messes up the rugs, and I can't tell if that's because he likes messing up the rugs, or... Just something that happens. And so I like to talk baby talk to him. I mean, you know, everyone likes to talk baby talk to their dog. The dog doesn't understand English. And then like the the top the top things that I say to him is I uh you know, you always say, What are you doing? I don't you know, I don't know, I don't know why everyone does that to their dog, but they do. They're like, What are you doing? What are you doing, Henry? Or, you know, fill in fill in the blank of your dog's name. What are you doing, Fido? Obviously, the dog never answers, but for some reason, "What are you doing?" That's a good thing to say to a dog, and you do it in an elevated baby talk voice, higher pitch. Another thing that you you do is you say, "Are you a good dog?" I don't know. There's like questions. I mean, basically, you really there's no reason to ever ask a dog a question in English because they will never answer. But anyways, some of the most popular things to say to a dog are questions, and the other one is. Uh, are you a good dog? Are you a good dog? You know, you know, you know what I'm talking about. You baby talk it. You baby talk it, but you say, Are you a good dog? And then sometimes you answer yourself. I mean, you're basically just talking to yourself. And you're like, Are you a good dog? Oh, yes, you are. So that's the baby talking everyone does to, to their dogs. But then, you know, I like to have a little uh, whatever. Whatever. I, I, you know, I, uh, I cut my own path. Through the jungle. I fly my own route through the air. I follow my own compass. I'm not sure. There's some saying that I can't think of right now. But anyways, it's like, you know, it's like I'm my own man. So when it comes to baby talk with my dog. And so what I like to say to him is I like to I like to say, Dogabaga and Booza Wooza. You know, maybe I like to be like scratching his butt and be like, oh dogabaga, baga Or oh booza wooza, booza-wooza. And so half the reason for this podcast is when I thought about dogabaga and boozawooza, I realized they both end in the sound uh, like dog uh, bog uh, booze uh, wooze uh. And this is kind of a linguistic thing. I mean, I don't know Jack about linguistics, but uh, I think it's not coincidence that my baby talk ended up in the uh sound. And I was thinking, because you know, sometimes people will call their dog, they'll call their dog a doggo. Like that's, you know, that's a famous thing. How's your doggo doing? Oh, my doggo's doing great. Or, my doggo got cancer. But anyways, you say doggo. But I don't say doggo-bago, I say doggo-baga. And I believe, I I think the reason why is because uh is the easiest sound. I think maybe it's just the easiest sound that there is. Like You could do doggo-bago, eye I mean dog ay you know, it's basically A I O U, um Dagu, Bagu. Anyways, you get the idea. You can put any sort of vowel sound on there. But I think you're just you know, when you're doing baby talk, you're being lazy. Or I don't know, it's just better. It's better to have an easily said baby talk for the lazy uh baby talker. But it got me thinking, like, you know, what what kind of baby talk do you do in other languages? Like I think like Japanese, they don't have the sound uh. Like in English, I think I mean this this is Whatever. Like I say, I don't know jack about this stuff. But in English, pretty much you have... Um, like, every vowel has two sounds. Like, you have A and you have A. You have oo and you have uh. But Japanese, they don't have the second one. Like, they have A, but they don't have A. For instance. So I was thinking, you know, certain certain foreigners... uh dagabaga. that would be... I mean, not only would that not be the easiest thing that they can say like they, they wouldn't they probably couldn't even say it a lot of this stuff is determined when you're a kid like your brain has to have its wires fixed in a certain way neural pathways have to be built in a certain way or else you'll never be able to you know speak like that you know that's why you got to be a kid if you want if you want to speak a language perfectly fluently you got to learn it when you're young I don't know I guess I I know, you know, like English, obviously I know the most about that, but I, I know I know a little bit about Japanese uh, because I like to watch Japanese cartoons. And like, the, you know, like the classic thing that you bring up about it is um, Japanese cannot tell the difference between the L sound and the R sound. And it's just because they don't, in their language, they don't... I don't I'm not sure how to explain exactly. Basically, they have L's and R's, but they cannot hear the difference. Their brain cannot hear the difference. Like if you say to a Japanese person hello, hero, they can't tell. They're like, oh, you just said the same thing twice. And that's the classic, you know, that's the classic thing. Well, you know, why is the Japanese person saying hero? Because they can't hear. They can't hear the difference between R and L. But so I was like, I decided to kind of take this thought process about baby talking your dog to the extreme. And then, you know, it made me think of um, Ukraine you know, because it's in the news. Ukraine war in the news. And they've got a lot of words or, you know, it, basically um, names of cities and names of provinces or whatever. Which is what you hear when you hear about the Ukraine war. It's like, oh, they, Russia just attacked this city, right? And then you hear the city's name. And, like, a lot of them, they, they end in um, ETSK, E-T-S-K. Or at least definitely stuff that ends in S-K. I don't know. Donetsk, Luhansk. Yeah, I don't know, like, you know, those are, places that, those are places in Ukraine, Donetsk and Luhansk. And I don't find E-T-S-K, ETSK, to be an easy thing to say. But maybe, like, in Ukraine, like, that's the, that's the easiest thing you ever learn. Like, you know, when you're six months old, you, like, look at your dad and you go, ETSK, and that means Papa. And you look at your mom and you say, ONSK, and that means Mama. I mean, I don't know. But it just made me wonder, like... For a Ukrainian person, instead of saying dog-a-baga, like I do, would it be easier for them to say "dogetsk bogetsk"? Like, that would be some very difficult baby talk for me. Maybe I'll try that on my dog, see what he thinks. I, I think he won't care. But, um, anyways, dogetsk etsk bog-etsk. And who knows what else? You know, like, you got the Bushmen where they got that... It could be, like, dog and bog... And, you know that might be the easiest thing for them to say because you know, you know it's the first, it's the first sound you learn when you're uh, learning whatever the Bushman language is. All right. Well, I didn't think I'd be talking so long about baby talk for your dog um, and linguistics, but I've been saving up some dog stories here. So instead of doing a whole nother podcast about dog stuff, we'll just finish her off here. And so. Henry, my little dog, my little 18-pound rescue dog, he took a shit in the house this morning. And it was a nice, firm shit. It was on a rug. Like, you you wouldn't even have to, like, clean the rug, except that someone stepped on it. And this exact same thing happened yesterday. He took a shit on a rug, and someone stepped in it. You know, now I got two of these rugs that I described earlier. I got to wash them. But so obviously this is a pain in the ass. And so you start asking yourself questions. You're like, why is this dog, who does not normally take a dump in the house, and he's got a dog door, I've got a, a sectioned-off fence area for him to go into, and he normally takes his poops out there. It's like, why is this dog pooping in the house? And so I mentioned it previously, but I don't know. About a week ago, um, I got a kitten for my roommate. She was thinking it was about time to get a cat. And then I ran across a free kitten. And so I picked up that kitten. And then the kitten has been just in my roommate's room. My roommate's been keeping her door closed, keeping the kitten in there. So the dog, the dog was unaware. Henry was unaware that Rico, a Rico, a Rico. I think that's a good name for a kitten. Uh, he was uh, Henry was unaware that Rico was in the house the whole time. But, you know, eventually you got to introduce the various pets, to each other, and so my roommate put Rico in a pet carrier box thing and, you know, whatever, set it down and then let Henry look at it, and he looked at it, and he looked at it, and he, it and he side-eyed it, he side-glanced it, uh, he's not a fan, and then we just took the cat away from there, so that's like, whatever, and then the next day, henry took a shit basically where the whole him seeing the kitten happened and they're so like oh he's telling us that he does not like that cat you know you're you're gonna bring a strange animal that i don't know about into this house uh i'll show you i'm gonna take a shit on your rug but like i say he's retarded he's not he's not really that smart but it was like okay maybe maybe he was smart this time he maybe he was real smart you know he waited hours you know he Saw that cat, and it was just, he waited hours to get his revenge. Maybe he did something smart. But then, like I said, he took another shit today. And then I remembered, like, wait, did I lock the dog door? Because in case the cat got out, I didn't want the cat, you know, I didn't want the cat learning about the dog door yet, so did I lock it? And it was like, hell yeah. So, if you lock your dog door so your dog can't go out, it'll take a shit in the house. In fact, twice. I'm glad I'm glad I caught it after only two. And then obviously a bunch of baby talk of oh I'm so f- sorry I accused you, you totally innocent dog, and I mean he didn't know what the hell we we're talking about, but I guess it was fun for us. Except for the cleaning the rugs part. Twitter handle at Anti Woke Podcast and thanks for listening.